I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Try tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hey, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, I'm so excited. Uh, me too. Me too. We have our, we have our special secret guest. They're like nobody Stop secret. Nobody guessed, which is so funny to me because of like, I will, I feel like it's the most obvious choice for a guest for us. Well, maybe the people who guessed accurately didn't bother to like send us voicemails because they're like, I'm, everybody's going to know. <laughs> they're like, well, it's obvious who it is. That's true. Okay. So I, I want for, for our listeners, if you did have a guess, just like follow along here, you can like tell, you can tell us later. At which point I'm going to give you three points and you can get like, I'm going to give you three things about the guest basically. And then you can tell us at which point you knew who it was. Okay. Can I start with one that I learned just at the, yes. before we started recording? You can go. Huge, huge Rumba fan. <laughs> <laughs> she loves <laughs> vac- vacuum robots. Is that... Yes. Is that the clue? That's the clue. <laughs> well, anyone who doesn't get that, I mean, you might as well <laughs> stop listening right now. Um, okay, I'm going to go with a, with the second one. She has two cats that are called Snoop and Tupac. Is it Tupac or Tupac? Tupac, sorry. Oh, I mean, the other person who could be on the show with, with a cat named Tupac would be <laughs> okay this is totally off the rails okay our last clue (laughs) is that she used to be the editor-in-chief of triathlete magazine and she used to be the co-host of this podcast and the writer of the if we were writing newsletter so i hope everyone knows by now hi kelly i feel like it's the Roomba clue that threw everyone off (laughs) (laughs) Kelly how did I not guess that (laughs) I also feel like I need to be clear it's not a Roomba oh Hmm. it's like a new modern version robo rock guys that's what you need to buy (laughs) (laughs) robo what robo rock yeah okay robo rock yeah okay well we heard all about it before the show apparently it's really good so any listener listening or wanting a way to clean their homes to vacuum their homes. Robo rock, top tip. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly, I know that you have your two cats and you told me it's a great story the other day about um, your cat got caught in a rat trap. I feel like it's not a great story. I feel like that's like- Oh, sorry. Not like I, a happy story, right? It's, like it's a, not a happy story. I apologize. A An interesting story? Was it Snoop or Tupac? Snoop. So Snoop was chasing. I was like standing out outside and they were in the bushes and he was chasing a lizard. And, you know, I mean, you guys both have kids, you know, you like see them doing something and you know that that thing's about to like fall right on top, but you can't stop. So I watched him chase this lizard right into a rat trap and he put his paw in and it got stuck. And 
So I freaked out and I go running out because, you know, rat traps like modern rat traps are closed on the top. So I couldn't see what was going on in there. I assumed like his paw had been like sheared up, right? Freaked out. So oh, I, like, wait, so he's got his he's got his paw stuck in something and you he's can't got see his paw stuck in this box and I can't see it. And he's screaming. And I don't know if you've heard a cat scream. It's terrible. And running around, waving this rat, like, rat trap around. And I, so I freak out and run out and grab him. And if you ever grab a cat who is stuck in a rat, he freaks out and he starts like, you know, so anyway, I got my hand torn open. Uh, we eventually got, it actually turned out it was a humane rat trap. So it actually, he was completely fine. Once we like got the thing open and opened mm-hmm. it, he was like, like uh, my husband had to drop me off at the urgent care and then take Snoop to the vet. And he was totally fine. And I was like sitting there, you know, blood trail of blood up the stairs back into the house for me. <laughs> Did you get stitches? No, well, like, it's so, it was such a weird cut, they couldn't stitch it. Like, it was so deep and, like, puncture in one spot that it was more like a wait and hope you don't have nerve damage. That's literally, that was, like, the hand specialist diagnosis was, like, well, at least you don't play the piano. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Bad kitty. I know. But anyway, it's fine. You can't, I was, like, going to show you, but you can't see. It's not that bad. It only hurts sometimes. And do you have full feeling in your hand? Yeah. Okay. So no nerve damage. Yeah. Okay. I'm like I'm like I'm like stretching it now, being like, yeah, I can mostly stretch it out. Yeah. So that's my animal story. You asked me for an animal story. That's a good uh, one. There you go. Normally ours is like there are seagulls overhead. <laughs> I'm like, my dog <laughs> took a crap on the carpet. <laughs> so yours is a ten out of ten, Kelly. <laughs> It did look like a crime had been committed once we got home. Like there was blood down the sidewalk up this because you know when you get like that, like you really hit something and there's just blood everywhere. Oh. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't oh, really like, know. You're right. It wasn't a great story. Was <laughs> <laughs> it? I I was. It was a compelling story. It was compelling. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but not a happy, you know, fuzzy feelings kind of story. Yeah. Like an edgy. I kind of hate Snoop now, but you know. whatever. Everyone loves Snoop, though, Sarah. Everyone loves him. And has is your relationship with Snoop still fully intact? <laughs> like he didn't hold any. <laughs> no, he's totally fine. He was completely fine. Totally not a problem. Doesn't really want to go back outside as much. You know, understandably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did he get the lizard? No, I think the lizard escaped during the chaos. <laughs> Poor cat. I often wonder if they associate one thing with another. Like if they're like, okay, the last time I chased a lizard, this happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, Sarah, do you have the sneezes? No, I'm coughing. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I just wonder if you like, you know, if like he next time he sees a lizard, he's gonna be like, "Oh, those things. That's when right. you get your hand stuck in a thing, yeah, or your hand, so. your paw, whatever he thinks." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, coming up on the show, more compelling tales <laughs> from Kelly. We're gonna talk about the new women's race in Kona, the equal slots, and the Thursday race. We're gonna talk about the word endurance, and of course, we're gonna find out what Kelly has been up to and find out why she rocks. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. 
Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your Inside Tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The AminoCo's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that AminoCo's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 2.30 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. So, Sarah, you just said compelling tell more compelling tells from from kelly yes Is, was she aware that she's going to be put on the spot to just entertain the listeners <laughs> well she's she knows that's her job so yeah okay so what compelling tales do you have here <laughs> now i'm like oh man all right uh so <laughs> all right uh i don't know i don't know where should we start guys i don't know okay i i think i, I think our list like if i was a listener I'd be like okay kelly o'mara if I was a listener, <laughs> Kelly or Mara, like they, most of them probably know you remember you from the podcast. I think 
you know, it's with a lot of the same people and also know that you went and did your job as editor in chief of traffic magazine, followed you over there. And now they're like, what the heck is she up to? It's a good question. Mostly, uh, try not to get long COVID. I got COVID like two days before I, it wasn't before I quit. I already quit two days before my last day. And so I was supposed to take all of August off to like, I don't know what you call it. Regroup staycation, mm-hmm. but I, and I didn't have COVID that bad. I had, it was just like a mild cold for like three days, but then I had, I was just like super exhausted for seven weeks or something like that. You know, like the waves of it were, and I, and I, I eased super back index. Like I was like, Oh, I'll jog 20 minutes around the neighborhood, like a week after I was negative and I had to sleep for like three hours. It was terrible. Oh, oh yeah. So that only started to feel better like a week ago. And then on top of that, on top of like the waves of exhaustion, COVID's not gone. It's a real thing. Um, I like was supposed to go visit my parents and then go visit my best friend who was having like a hard time in LA and then go visit a friend who was doing a, or I was supposed to pace a friend who was doing a hundred miler and then she dropped out because she needs back surgery. So that also turned into emotional support. And it turned out that Kelly was just like flying around drinking and emotionally supporting other people. I was like my whole August. Uh, I could, I could be a service is actually what we decided. Just like Kelly just comes. Yeah. The Kelly support service, like, but it offers, you could do it and you could offer lots of different things. So you could be like, on one hand, I'll, I can pace you on your hundred miler. And another hand, I can help you through your divorce. <laughs> or whatever. Who's supporting, who's supporting Kelly? <laughs> well, right. So then I was like, all right, I got to go sleep for like two weeks. I'll be back. But did you, did you then get a break? Oh yeah. So then I basically slept for like two weeks and then it was my husband's 40th birthday. And uh, we did a 40s for 40 hike to the beach. 40s for 40. I have a, it's, so after you, you know, when we talked early, I think in your month off, quote, unquote, <laughs> and I remember thinking like a month, a month off. It's one of those things that sounds like it's right. a long time, but that actually isn't when you really do need a break. And I was like, if something like if I needed a break from feisty or if something happened, I sold the business and I like, how long do I feel like what I would need take? to yeah. regroup? And it actually made me think about that. And it was you that sort of triggered that in my brain. And I was like, okay, I was playing with some numbers. I'm like a year seems like a really long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then I was like, but six months, that just sounds too short like yeah that's a good point i feel like you'd get bored after like six weeks bored is not different than like is is a bit different than like doing like you know taking on like a little project or doing something fun or like you know having you know having like a life right like i would have a life for that year but like actually a break from having real responsibilities related to whatever your former job is like I don't know. Took like six, seven. I guess COVID's the other factor there because that just like it does really mess. I mean, some obviously you just don't know if you're going to be the person that takes like two months to come back or six months or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's really tiring. Yeah, the the fact that you had really mild symptoms, oh, you're probably mild. like, oh, this is no big deal, and then a few weeks later, you're like, no, it was actually. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I also, you know, you're also not sure if you're out of shape or. Co- I was like, oh, well, I'm probably just like out of shape, and then I was like, no, yeah, I'm not this out of shape, no. Yeah. I had even like a couple months later, you know, thinking just like something's not quite right. But is it me? Like, oh. Am I getting my period? Is it perimenopause? Do I have long COVID? I'm like 37, right? So there's also there are people going, oh, well, you're just getting old. And you're like, guys, like that, that is true. A fact in life, like age progresses, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that didn't happen in like three weeks all of a sudden. Right. right? Thir- <laughs> sorry, 37. <laughs> no. 
Like <laughs> I had a doctor tell me that seven years ago that I probably just got a stress fracture because I was getting old. And I was like, I what? think it's because I like ran too much. Yeah. Fire that doctor. Yeah. So 30. Yeah. So I didn't, I feel like I had this conversation with someone a, a couple months ago. I didn't start feeling any significant age related decline. Like until, you know how like 40 people are often like, Oh, 40, oh, the, yes. se- the secret number somehow, but like nothing straight through my forties. Like I didn't win Ironman until I was 38. Right. So I was still like, you know, I was like, my best race was when I was older than you are, Kelly. But like, then I like 40 just blew through. I'm like, this is this aging things that a breeze, whatever. But it wasn't until like my mid 40s that I started to go, oh, okay, this is real. Yeah. Uh, so my husband, I also had to spend most of August planning my husband's 40th birthday party, obviously. Oh, no, I'm kidding. It wasn't, but we did have his big, so 40s for 40. And I feel like you guys both looked at me blankly, like you don't know what 40s are. I know a 40s are. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. Right. (laughs) They're like 40 ounces of alcohol that's usually really cheap that you can buy at like the 7-Eleven. Like Like malt liquor. Malt liquor, yeah. Okay. So I went to, you can't find them anymore is my point. And I was at BevMo and I like go to them and I'm like, hey, do you guys like not sell 40s anymore? And she must have like looked me up and down and thought I was referring to like some boutique mixed drink brand. Because she was like, (laughs) she was like, oh, is that, is that the name of it? I've never... And I was like, no, like 40s. And, she, and then she finally like clicked and she was like, oh, my cousin gets those at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> awesome. 40s like, like a little one? No, it a little one? no. It's like. It's a big one. They're big. Okay. Like yeah. 40. Is it a unit? Yeah, it's ounces, I think. Or it's meat. ounces? Is it 40 what ounces? It? Yeah. 40 Get ounces. all your alcohol in. <laughs> Yeah. All your alcohol information right here. <laughs> 40 ounces, because when we finally found them, there was like, we ended up with 42s, which like extra two ounces. So hmm. So now for his 42nd birthday, <laughs> we're ready. We know what to do. <laughs> so wait, he gets 40 of them? No, it was 40s for the 40th. Man, Sarah, you're just like really struggling with this. So there's not 40 of them. <laughs> like 12 was a lot. Okay. That's, like that's a why lot. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. What kind of party was this? <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, now, uh, now I'm on the page. Okay. okay. Well, aside from party planning and recovering from COVID, um, what are you up to now? Right. So this is the actual real thing that Sarah, Sarah, this Sarah, not that Sarah, and I talked about is... Uh, <laughs> We feel like there is a void in triathlon news analysis. And so I'm going to launch my own triathlon newsletter, kind of like kind of like if we were writing back in the day, but covering triathlon and triathlon news. And then the idea is to expand it into, and we'll talk about endurance sports, into our sports, because um, I hate the term endurance. And, uh, and I just really feel like there's not anybody super covering triathlon from a like actual covering it or covering our sports like real sports, but not in a douchey way, right? Like what I kept saying when I was having too many beers during August was that I wanted to be like barstool, but for our sports and without the underlying misogyny. Mm. That's my idea is that I want us to cover our sports like people cover real sports, but for us, not for forum trolls. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. Mm-hmm. I love, I love it. it. And you're starting with a newsletter. And I'm starting with a newsletter. It's called I feel like, okay, ready? I'm going to announce it next week. So this is the announcement that the announcement is coming. This is a pre-announcement. The announcement about the announcement. (laughs) So I'm announcing it next week. It launches 
later next week. It's going to be called Triathlon-ish. Uh, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe we trademarked that. No, you trademarked (laughs) (laughs) Triathlon-ish. Because ours is a triathlon-ish podcast. Oh, is that what it still says? That's funny. It does still say that. But to be fair, that was Kelly's idea originally. (laughs) Well, our tagline, other Sarah, is all sports, no balls. And that came from, I don't want to do no football, no baseball, no basketball, no balls. I don't want to cover any of that stuff. So, All right. You can have the triathlon-ish, I guess. (laughs) Whatever. I'll give you a (laughs) t-shirt. It's fun. All right. It's all good. And I'm not hiring Sarah as my lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, you can have it. It's it's good. It's We're, it's cool. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that tagline. All sports and balls. So eventually, we're going to cover all the sports, but yeah, no douches. That's the rule. So once I start a uh, community forum and stuff, I'm also I'm going to ban your ass if you piss me off. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Work. Do it. Do it. I like it. <laughs> Ultimate nice. power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm seriously excited. So, so you are okay. So you are launching it next week, and then right. and then you're going to Kona with you. I mean, I hope so, Sarah, because you and I are sharing a room. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I was saying that for the audience. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, that I bummed a room off Sarah. Yes. Yeah. Well, now the, I'm up to speed. All the there cool people are staying with us, Sarah. I mean, I know that. The Zwift house is going to be amazing, but <laughs> but we're going to have a way cooler house. <laughs> you will have a lot of fun. Um, sure. you, want to know something actually really funny? Sarah, other Sarah? Sarah. <laughs> is, is, is Sarah true other Sarah? Because usually I'm other Sarah, I have to tell well, you. I was like, like, I was about to say, I was about to be like <laughs> original Sarah, but then I was like, I guess I don't know who's original. <laughs> I'm older, so oh, okay. I'm original. All right, okay. so original Sarah. <laughs> A friend of mine who has nothing to do with triathlon is taking a vacation to Kona that week. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, random. And she's like, oh, yeah, tickets were weirdly cheap the Friday in between the two races. And I was like, yeah, they were. So then she was like, oh, well, can I drop off her like 18 month year old? She was like, do you guys want to babysit? And I was like, yeah, you could probably just drop him off at our house of five people. I'm sure he'd live. It'd be fine. The original Sarah says no. I'm like, I'm like panicking. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I don't even know what to say there. No, I, just, uh, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. One that someone's like, tickets are really cheap. I thought I'd take a vacation. Hilarious, but That's, housing isn't. I know. Yeah, where is oh. she's staying by us? That's why I was like, oh, oh yeah. maybe, but still, I think I, I literally think I got the last place that was even remotely a reasonable price that was even on the island like <laughs> it is crazy which we can talk about Kona but it is crazy this year yeah and we're flying out like your friend's point about Friday being cheap like we're flying out on Saturday on the day of the men's race um so partially because we don't care about the men but partial but also you know how like most of the flights are red eyes in the night in the evening so we 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 actually can watch the race and then jump on a plane so hopefully someone is like, are you going to have trouble getting to the airport? I'm like, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. When you see us wheeling. Yeah. Wheeling our bags along the highway. Because <laughs> we can't get to the energy lab <laughs> in a car. That'll be us. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, original question. Yes. Yeah, so launching next week. Because then we'll be two weeks out from Kona. And then 
uh i am going to kona you're going to kona um i'm hoping to kind of you know i don't like cover it's not the right word because obviously it gets covered ad nauseum i don't think but mm-hmm. do some like behind the scenes stuff right and are you gonna write or do a video yeah. or do you have like I a no i don't want i don't like video sarah I know. Well, you don't have to put videos of yourself. I mean, I think I'm going to have to learn how to do TikTok and Instagram reels. And that just sounds mm-hmm. terrible. It sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. Really? Sarah like... will teach you. <laughs> she'll she'll show shit. you the ways. I do love that shit. Yeah. I know you do. You're like the only one person our age who does, which is why Steve, my husband, says that you identify as a 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think one of my favorite things is like when we're in the office and I have like, three 20 somethings that work here in the office actually with me in Victoria. And when I'm showing them how to work the buttons yeah. on Inst- or on TikTok, I'm like, let me show you how to do that. And I'm like <laughs> inside, I'm secretly like very happy with myself. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It's fun. Okay. That's all I have to say for myself. But um hey, that sounds cool. I'm actually okay, back to your project. I think that that's a really cool idea. Um and I'm excited to see it launch and be part of it too because we're going to be right there with you. So you say our sports. Right. Instead of endurance. I don't, so I don't know. What would you, this goes to our t- your question of the word endurance. I, we always say endurance sports, but I feel like that's not even totally right. Right. Because like, you don't have to run a long way to be, like run. Right. True. Or like, and then don't you think of like, there's things that I think of in our sports category that I'm not like, that's not an endurance sport. Just- so you would just cover cycling running swimming triathlon no i feel like this is where i'm like i feel like i like the other thing people say all the time is olympic sports that's another way to like refer to non-mainstream mm. oh sports. yeah it's mm-hmm. called them like olympic sports or women's sports but i don't know so i don't know what would you call them what would you say is like interesting so like I, i'm not even sure what the category is like so are we talking about just the non Okay, so think about, right, the non-big, well, it's like big three here, but yeah, the non-big five. I'm trying to think of what what are the other Maybe there's four. (laughs) Hockey, football. Oh, you're counting hockey. That's hockey, football, basketball, soccer. Yeah, no, it's basketball, baseball, baseball, football. Baseball. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's why I got five. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's like the non, I mean, some people call them the non-stick and ball sports because that's like a way different but I don't know what you would call it right but you like know what it is instinctively you're like it's what triathletes do like triathletes don't just swim bike and run they like ski in the winter and do yoga and go hiking and mm-hmm. weightlift sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that's how that's kind of the, those are kind of the things that we yeah. lean into at feisty too from a different angle like but we like the things that people actually do right not that people don't like people do do like play like amateur football leagues and stuff like that like people do do that but a lot of the people that i know do like running like they do 10ks or they do it's like the participation yeah Yeah. you don't want to say the non-spectator sports right because i think like that's the part that's changing maybe right right yes i don't know Uh, so the the problem i always had with the word endurance was that it was something that like that i saw triathlon industry people using when they wanted to expand like the, the, their reach or the people that they were in, including, but like, you don't see like cyclists going endurance sport and hoping the triathletes will come over. Cause they just don't care. They just call it cycling. Right? Yeah. They just call it cycling and, and just <laughs> whatever. So it's like, it's like a triathlon way of trying to 
But it is true if you look at like every survey, every study, it's like nobody just rides their bike. I mean, like I know those dudes and they still like do other stuff, right? Like everybody does, they ski in the way, they downhill, right? Like, so it's like, what, what is that thing where you're like, oh, they kind of follow all these things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if anybody has a genius idea, (laughs) Sarah will send you a t-shirt. Okay. No, Kelly will send you one of her t-shirts. <laughs> Here we go. We... If you if you come up with Kelly's answer for what we call the sports, I will personally send you a aggressively competent <laughs> Kelly O'Mara special shirt. <laughs> I will. I actually will. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. So there you go, Kelly. We're helping your business already. Oh, okay. consider me an investor now. <laughs> an investor. <laughs> I invest the, the I invest the one T-shirt right. into your company, <laughs> but it's a conditional one, right? <laughs> right. All investment has conditions. <laughs> Again, I'm fired as I'm yeah. fired as, time as your lawyer. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, actually, but I I think that yeah. Just on a serious note, I do think that your tagline there. As, as as cheeky as it is, what was it? All sports, no balls. All sports, no balls. Actually, does say what you want to say, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, we're really. I mean, yes, I like. I'm super obsessed with like women's World Cup, but other than that, like, we're really not going to cover ball sports mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Which is what people generally refer to them as, right? Like, I was mm-hmm. at it. I think I've told a story. I was at an NBA game once, and they do it during that halftime like game where you can like win something, and they ask like pull people out of the crowd, and they ask them to name as many non-ball sports as they could. And this guy only came up with track and uh, swimming. And that was it. That was all he could come up with. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, the major ones are the, like, football, baseball, basketball. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to watch this project. And When you two are roomies, you can ask her all the tough questions. I know. All, all the, the questions. questions. All the questions. And then just pass it off to me on the podcast. Perfect. Okay, well, I, since she's our guest, I'm going to put Kelly on the spot. <laughs> first of all, we have, you know, we have for the first time that, that the pro women, at least, have equal spots in Kona. Um, and we have the women's race, all of the age group women, all of the pro women, and some random age groups of right. men, especially the older age groups. Uh, on to the, I'm trying to say it in a way that's not biased, that's unbiased. We'll now be racing on Thursday. <laughs> right. Kelly, what do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, look, like this year is a weird year and I actually have some sympathy for Ironman because they had like three years of qualifications backed up against them and I've looked at the logistics and it's not like they could suddenly wave a wand and be like, and we're going to like wipe the slate clean and do something totally different. So they had to accommodate like a huge number of people who already were what they were and the random age groups that are on Thursday, the random men's ones, it's because like that's the numbers that worked out, right? Like they looked at field size and they looked at who is going to most impact the rate. You know what I mean? Like not interfere with the women's race, but also they need to put a certain amount of men to like get a certain number of people on Thursday. So like that just sort of, I think we all know that like the backlog of Kona just sort of is what it is this year. Mm-hmm. What I'm like, way more interested in i'm passing your question by sir not an interesting question no, <laughs> what i think is way more interesting is the logistics of today mm-hmm. is what like you're gonna like i think we all in general are pro a two-day race 
but the logistics may be crippling this year. It's not clear yet. So how that plays out. And then I think next year is actually the year that's really interesting. Cause then you have a women's day fairly equal and a fairly equal number of spots overall between the men and the women, a women's day and a men's day, just like a 70.3 worlds, which has been like wildly popular. Mm-hmm. And it's just a question of if they can pull that off in the tiniest town of Kona, you, like, and I don't know that they will be able to keep pulling that off mm-hmm. in Kona. So in terms of logistics, are you talking about volunteers, yeah. road closures? What it's else like, are you thinking volunteer, of? Volunteer. So like volunteer, you need like volunteers and you mostly draw from locals and that you can't like really tap them twice then in like 72 hours. Right. Right. Particularly when you get to like med staff and like uh, that kind of staff, it becomes a challenge. And then, yeah, all the race staff has to turn around and do it again, which is like, obviously they do that at 70.3 Worlds. They know how to do it, but it's still like you have this, an Iron Man's like, like even simple logistics, like you have to have that day in between because people are finishing at 12 or 12.30 now at the rolling, but then people are checking, like are going to show up at 4.30. So like, how do you, you can't even like flip around the transition zone that quickly, but then a day in between the two races is actually like kind of rough, right? You almost want like a week. You almost want like women one weekend and the men the next weekend. But then that's like a huge cost in the community. And it's like, who's going to, then you become, it becomes this whole thing of like, you know, are you going to fly out for two weeks? Like, what does that look like? Um, I know that's like an idea that's been floated is like, just do them literally on different weekends, but that's like not, not as much fun. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. like if Kona's already expensive, that would be crazy. Um and then it is a tiny ass island that has like a limited amount of hotel space and rental cars and all that stuff. And it was already crowded. Like we all know it was already insane. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to pack double the number of people. And it's not going to be technically double because there's a lot of hanger ons that are just there no matter what. But I mean, what still, if it's, it's 50% more people, like there's not room for that. There's not room for that. I mean, the no. last few years, since just watching it go up from like when I first started going there, there was like, 16, 1700 people there up to like, sorry, racing up to like 22, 2300 racing. Like even that difference over the years was, was notable in terms of, even in terms of safety, like I got hit by a car on my bike and that's that things like that started to happen more too, you know? So this will even just amplify that more. And then the expense, like what we talked about last week, Sarah, or two weeks ago, just like that's why we're seeing people not even being able to book accommodation now, right? Or the the places that, or like the prices being like ramped up because because they can, right? So why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. So that's I'm like this year just sort of is what it is COVID wise. But what I am really curious is kind of like how it goes and what that means for next year and the years after because I think. I think Ironman would really like to commit to a two day race. I think they know. I, I don't know what they, I don't know about their opinions about equality. I have no say on that, but I think they know from a financial standpoint that they need slots at all of their races. And if they're going to have slots at all the races around the world mm-hmm. and, you know, have it not be like one woman gets us that they have to up the, right. They know that that is like their bread and butter. So they have to up it. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do that, they know they have to do it too. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, they're kind of like backing. So I think they're like really weighing because the obvious answer is you don't stay in Kona, right? Yeah, I would love to see it work in Kona. Um, But I can see all the problems. I also think, I don't know, I tend to think that uh, 
Iron Man, they could be just giving away too much if they actually move the world championships around in terms of their brand, especially with competing things like the PTO and Collins Cup and, you know, coming up behind, just willing to jump in and be the official world championships at any moment, right? And then if they move it out of Kona, I kind of feel like if it lost its appeal, I mean, Kona's Kona just because we like say it is, right? It's certainly not because of like the money or the, it's because of the NBC deal. So if NBC goes somewhere else, like. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kona's ever going away. Even if you rotated it, there would still be like a massive Ironman race there. Right. Do you think it should be rotated, Kelly? I think, and maybe uh, other Sarah will tell me I'm wrong, but I think every, almost every pro and every industry person you talk to thinks it should be rotated. Do you think it should be rotated? Sarah? Sarah's nodding. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think it's good for the sport. Yeah. It's it just on multiple levels. Yeah. I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for the pros. I think it's even good for the committed athletes. I just wonder from like a Ironman brand perspective, whether it loses a bit of its shine if they don't. It's like $1,700 or something now, $1,500 for an age group, right? You can't keep selling that if you lose the Julie Moss appeals. Yes. It's hard to know though. That's that's hard. Maybe they don't care. Like maybe it doesn't matter if it loses the Julie Moss appeal. Maybe it's time to move on, right? Like if we're going Mm -hmm. into a new era of the sport, it's time to be something new. Mm -hmm. I like that. Maybe this is like, this is a good, because <laughs> last week we talked about is triathlon tanking and Sarah suggested there should be more getting tanked involved in triathlon. Okay. So we were like bringing the party back. So I like this also, this is a good conclusion. Like it's time for a new era. Let's go. You know, there you go. Perfect. Okay. Now we will take a break and we'll do <laughs> I rock because. Let's talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com but kelly have you done i rock because with us before i think so but then i always struggle to like come up with something we do too that's why sarah's going first <laughs> Oh man. Okay. I, okay. I'll give you, it's, it's why they're always the same by okay. the way, but this is not, I rock because I'm a boss, although it kind of is. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to say I rock because I, um, I had a good, I've, I've had some like pretty big, like life and work challenges this year, like from 
I don't know, literally from when my place flooded, like the end of when my rental property flooded at the end of November until like, (laughs) you know, like very recently, it's just been a challenging time. And then August, I had um, two of the best like vacations of my life just boom. So it was a really great. And then when I came back, I, I actually, I've been back to the productivity level. I didn't realize I was like underproductive because I was still, I still felt like whatever. I felt fine about how productive I'm being. And that's not the only measure of everything, but I, I like feel like if there's another level of like having myself back in terms of like being able to really um, put in the hard work if I want to and stop when I want to, rather than like when I feel burned out at the end of the day or whatever time that comes so I'm very happy for that okay nice. that's why I rock and then and then Sarah always gives like I rock because I have fluffy, fluffy bunny slippers <laughs> <laughs> I don't I wish I did <laughs> we'll get you some oh my goodness no I I don't have fluffy okay I'll go with the serious one then cheese Sarah uh I rock because I didn't know how I was going to handle training with hand while also being in grad school and you know the little person and I actually feel really good like I'm not totally worn out like yeah I'm not doing as many hours as I used to do as a full-time pro um when that's all I had but I'm really enjoying the training actually like and I thought it it would feel like a grind you know trying to sneak it in and just being exhausted all the time, but no, nah. having fun. Go figure. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad to hear that. You do rock because of that. Maybe that's you're good. eating enough. I feel like whenever people are like, right, that's always the, like, you're not eating enough. Yeah. I, think, I think it's because I'm not stressed about not need, like, I don't need to do more because mm-hmm. I know this is as much as I, my body can handle. Um, and I'm totally just, accepting the lower volume yeah i have a smart coach nice i love that at peace with it cool okay kelly you're up um oh man uh so yeah you're like you've had a rough time since november yeah i'm Mm -hmm. I'm there with you uh it's been like a lot of ups and downs and i even like looked at my training peaks graph and you could see all these like ups and downs when everything would be rough and we are supposed to and i say we Cause me and my husband were supposed both supposed to do the New York marathon in 2019 and he had brain surgery instead. And so we deferred and then COVID happened. And so we deferred. Right? So we like have had these New York marathon entries for three years and we're supposed to do it in eight weeks now. And like I was saying, I like, I, I, I think I, I, tr- I tried to be very smart and not rush back. So I wouldn't end up with long COVID and not get overly tempted to like, Oh, I got to I got to be fit. So now I'm like starting to ease back in and you know what? I don't know how to say this, but like, I don't think I'm going to run super fast because like, it's, you can't like whip yourself into shape in like seven weeks, right? Like that's not a thing, but I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to embrace, like, we finally get to do this. It's going to be fun. It'll be fine. Whatever it is. I don't, I don't like, I don't need people to judge me. Like, it'll be cool. Right. It'll be good. So that's my, that's my, like, I'm trying to embrace it all. All the good feels. (laughs) All the good feels. I love it. Yes. Thank you. And thanks for doing a serious one, Sarah. <laughs> uh, next time. For both I'll, of you, actually. I'll next. make sure I have fuzzy bunny slippers. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I did. Well, thank you, Kelly. Good job, guys. Sarah and Sarah. 
who I'm I'm actually going to make you shirts now that say original Sarah and new Sarah. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm not new Sarah. I just am also Sarah. <laughs> also Sarah. That's good. <laughs> original Sarah, also Sarah. I love it. That works. That works. Totally you know. works. Well, thank you for listening to another week of If We're Writing. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us. And we will check in with you again in one week's time. The original Sarah and the also Sarah. None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top